Hi, we're Amy and McKenna, both business owners, photographers, and a small part of this Spark community. Spark is a group of Christian women creatives that meets weekly to discuss our faith, our lives, and our businesses. Because let's be honest, we just can't do it alone. Our mission is to be a weekly place of rest for creatives, to find a safe space to connect with God and grow in their faith. We want to invite you to be part of that when your coffee's running low and you're on the go. We'd love to meet you where you're at. Come join the conversation. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Spark the Podcast. I'm Amy here with our other host, McKenna. Hi guys. And we're so excited to be diving back into childlike faith with Paige Billing today. Paige and I actually first met at her friend's wedding, same as Courtney. She was a bridesmaid, and it was so fun because I had already started going to Mindham Hills, where they all go. Shortly after meeting, we wrote up a business plan, and I got to see her launch Paige Billing Creative. She just took a position with Christian Alliance for Orphans, where she's a project manager. But Paige is a mama to a beautiful six-year-old daughter, Kate. She loves running, and she's just such a bright light, and I love having her as a friend and here in our community. Thanks, guys. I'm excited to be here. Hi. (laughs) We're so excited to have you, Paige. And before we jump in today, we'd love to get to know a little bit more about your testimony. Can you tell us a little bit about what your childhood was like, when you learned about God, and what the beginning of your relationship looked like with Him? Of course. So I was raised in Mendham Hills Community Church. Uh, At the time, it was Mendham Hills Chapel. Um, Raised in a Christian family. I'm the oldest of three. Uh, My parents were always very intentional about um, leading us towards God and going to church consistently and then demonstrating what we were learning at home. Um, We have some really funny like family stories about our family devotional nights and uh, hiding behind umbrellas and having bean be- beanie babies thrown at us. Um, and I just, I think my parents did a really great job of not only making sure that we were um, hearing the stories and getting the teaching and learning the songs. Um, we went to a private Christian school for elementary school and we were at church every week and we went to pioneer girls on Wednesday nights and listened to the Christian radio station. Um, but even more than that, just did a really good job of, um, showing us what it looks like to be adults of faith and to really live out what we were learning in a very practical way. Um, and then, you know, that continued through my entire life. I, up going to church as a child. I was really involved in the church's youth group. Um, All of my best friends were from church and Christians too. So I just was immersed in Christianity and faith and um, Christian relationships for my entire childhood and adolescence. And then, uh, you know, stuck with the pattern and went to a Christian college. Um, And same thing, like, not only just learning it, but then also having to apply it practically in my life. But I would say that it really took until after college and graduating. And um, at that time I moved from, I went to college in Indiana, but I moved from New Jersey out to Colorado um, where I was an adult on my own without my family. And I feel like that was the first kind of situation where I 
had to choose, okay, am I a Christian now because it's what I do and it's what my parents are and all the people around me are, or do I believe this for myself and do I choose to live this way because this is what I believe, this is what's important to me and because of my own relationship with God and not just because that's what I've always known. That's so cool. And I think it's really awesome that you grew up, you know, completely immersed in the faith with your family, just being, you know, such great examples of what it looks like to love God. And just because I have young kids too, like, I'd love to hear more about the Beanie Babies. I played with those all the time when I was a little girl and have hundreds of them left. So what would you guys do with those, Paige? I think that it was some kind of like focus on the family, family night idea. And we actually just recently, uh, me and my two adult siblings now, and my parents just had a conversation about um, why were you actually throwing Beanie Babies at us? Because we all remember the night and we remember what happened, but none <laughs> of us could really remember the lesson. And each of us had a different idea of what the like lesson was and what the principle was that we were supposed to learn. And none of us were right. <laughs> um, but it was, I believe we were, uh, the umbrella was open in our living room and the three of us were hiding behind it. And my parents had a bucket of like Beanie Babies and I think candy and that kind of stuff. And were throwing those things at us, but the umbrella was stopping us, stopping it. And I thought that it was like a lesson on stranger danger, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it turns out that it was, you know, the, the umbrella was representative of God and his word and the protection that it provides for us if we, you know, choose to stand behind it. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, I'm sure Kate has now gotten a lesson on Beanie Babies (laughs) and what that means. (laughs) But your daughter, Kate, is six years old and is actually here with us today on the podcast, which we're so excited to have her. Hi, Kate. Hi. Kate, can you tell us a little bit about God and your relationship with him? Um, When I'm building and my thing falls over, he helps me build it back up, and if it falls again, I keep building until it works out. Oh, I love that. And I think um, we'll have, like, your mom and you have a couple of questions, and we'd love to just kind of hear, you know, mother-daughter and you guys, your journey um, together with, with God and your relationship with him. Okay? hmm Okay. Okay. Kate, do you like to talk to God? I love talking to him. If I'm like scared at night and my door starts like closing, I tell God, God, I'm very scared. Can you please help me? And do you feel like he does? He does. What happens? Like, he helps me fall asleep and I won't wake up. Mm-hmm. So he helps you feel calm and like you can trust him? Yeah. How do you talk to God? I pray and tell him things. And sometimes I ask him to come into my heart. You did do that. What happened? Do you want to tell us about it? I don't remember. Do you want me to remind you? So I picked you up from aftercare at school and we were driving home and there was Christian music on and we were talking and you said because of the words of the song that you wanted to ask Jesus to come into your heart. Remember that? Yes. So we talked about it 
And he came into my heart. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Well, it means that he, like, he helps, he does stuff into my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, he comes and lives inside of you, right? And he helps you. I remember when we were talking, I said, you know, before you asked Jesus to come into your heart while we were talking about it, and I said, you know how Jesus came to earth and he died for our sins? Mm-hmm. And then you said, yeah, but that's just the story, right? He's not dead. The point is that he actually did die from the cross and mm-hmm. rose from the dead. Right. To save us from our sins, right? And while we were par- praying together, the song Raise a Hallelujah came on. And now that's one of my favorite worship songs. That's one of mine, too. Oh. What is your very favorite worship song? My favorite worship song is Good, Good Father. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sing any of it? Good, Good Father, who you are, who you are, I'm loved by you, here I am. Do you have anything else you want to say about your relationship with God? What's special about it? What's special about Him? He is very special because He is nice and kind. He's always listening to us. Mm-hmm. Is there anything special about church? Like, do you want to tell them about the church that you go to or your friends at church or what we do at church? Mm-hmm. That it's a special part of your life? I go to Mendham Hills Church and I love learning about Jesus. Awesome. And I love what you shared. It was so sweet to get to hear about you asking Jesus into your heart and about church. That's a really special place for us, too. We love it there. And Audrey and Ryan love playing with you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kate. We also loved Kate's story of when she said that she was building things and how they fall down and God helps them build back up. How does that reflect on your lives and how you and Kate are and just this mother-daughter duo you guys got going on? <laughs> yeah, so when we were talking about this early earlier, the two things that stuck out were that that's kind of when I asked her, like, what's significant about God and tell me about your relationship with him? She said, well, you know, when I'm building things and they fall down, he helps me to build them back up. Um, and then also when I asked her what her favorite worship song is, which I knew, but you know, you never know if she's going to change her mind at the last minute. (laughs) And immediately she said, good, good father. And that's what I was expecting. That has been song since, I mean, probably before she could even speak, but at least since she was like two, um, she's never had a different favorite worship song. It's always been good, good father. That's always been significant to me um, because Kate does not have a biological father that she knows. And, you know, of all of the worship songs that she's heard and, you know, countless songs at countless times, it's always been good, good father. That's her immediate reaction. So that's always stood out to me. And then the fact that she said one of the things that God does for her is help her build things back up when they fall apart just feels like gosh, she gets it. (laughs) And God has spent 30 years of my life teaching me that. And it's just, it's very cool to hear it come out of the mouth of a six-year-old that 
in all of the times that everything fell apart and it felt like things would never be right again or fully restored. Um, God has been there to build them back up in my life and to be my daughter's heavenly father. And like you said, like we are a mother daughter duo and we love that. And the, the fact that she knows that God is her heavenly father and that she has men like my father and my brother on earth to stand in and she doesn't lack for anything. Um, and that's really cool. And she knows that. And she, I think it's, I hope you can hear that in her testimony that, um, she loves God and she knows him fully as her heavenly father. I love that. And I've loved getting to hear a little bit of Kate's testimony um, from her point of view. I remember um, one day last year when you came over to our house and you said, Kate just accepted God into her heart. I think we were drinking coffee at the counter and it was such a big and exciting moment. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like from your point as a mom page and what got you guys to that point? Mm hmm. I wish that I could say that I was like super prepared for that moment or even anticipated it. But honestly, I, I wasn't and I didn't. Um, it was like 10 days before her sixth birthday last fall. And I picked her up from school and we were driving home and there was a Christian song on the radio and something triggered her to ask for clarification on what they said in the song. And honestly, I don't even know what song it was at this point. Um, and as we talked about it, I said, like I said in the testimony, I said, you know how Jesus died on the cross for us to save our sins. And, and she said, mom, he, he didn't die. He's alive <laughs> or something like that. And that was just like the coolest thing to me. Like, yeah, she, he's alive. That's the whole point. Right. In that car ride, like, God, I am not ready for this. Like, praying like, what, can I talk to her about it later? Like, can we bring this up again in a few months when I have had some time to prepare for it? Um, and it just doesn't work like that. So, and I'm driving home, so I'm like, can't even make eye contact with her. Uh, so thankfully we live close to school and we drove home and we sat down and uh, we walked in the kitchen and she said, Alexa, play Jesus music. And Raise a Hallelujah came on. And while that prayed, she and I prayed together and she asked Jesus to come into her heart. I love that. And I love how sweet it is that you, even though you weren't, it wasn't on your timeline, right? It was mm -hmm. everything on God's timeline and, and how he set that up and that you were even able to go back and have those mo that moment together. And that moment with your, your heavenly father is so important. And that, that you prayed that prayer and you as a mom getting to witness that was probably the most profound and most proud moment. I, I would think like, I don't have children, but like, I would think that that would just feel that way. Um, how do you feel we can encourage children in their faith uh, after they have made that step? I think, and my kind of approach with her has been kind of like what I talked about with my parents, like um, providing the opportunity and being consistent with things like going to church and praying together and asking her, what I can pray for, for her and, um, talking about the stories and just talking about Jesus. My approach has just been consistently involving God in our lives and then also living that way. And she's seeing it, um, 
in our home, in our community, and that it's just part of our routine. Um, and I think what I've learned the most as a parent trying to raise her how God wants me to is one, uh, which it's very clear in the story of how she accepted Christ into her heart that we're just called to meet our kids where they're at and we're most likely not going to be prepared for the moment and we're going to feel inadequate, but all we can do is just pray and ask God for his strength and guidance and act accordingly. You know, I feel like over and over again in the Bible, God calls us to humble ourselves like children, you know, even if we don't know exactly what to say or, you know, when we're growing older in our faith, what does childlike faith look like for you now? When I think of childlike faith, I think about um, kind of just like blind trust. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, she, Kate is six and thinks that she knows a lot of things, but in a lot of situ- situations is kind of forced to count on me as her parent to make good decisions for her and take care of her and direct her in down the right path. Um, so to me, childlike faith means taking on that same sort of, like you said, humble demeanor and fully trusting that God's plan is what's best for me (laughs) and that I can, you know, have hopes and dreams and goals, but at the same time have to kind of relinquish those and trust that God is taking me where I need to go. And if I trust him and trust his direction, because he is a good, good father, I'm going to end up exactly where he wants me. Paige, I couldn't say it better myself, but before we go, we'd love um, to give people a place where they can find you, whether that's Instagram or the local coffee shop, (laughs) but we love for people to be able to connect. Well, most often you can find me on my front porch with a cup of coffee glued to my computer uh, Mm -hmm. since all of my work is virtual, but most practically you can find me on Instagram at p.billing or my website, pagebilling.com. Awesome. Thanks so much, Paige. We're so thankful that you and Kate popped on here and, um, you know, just shared a little bit about God and your walk, your faith. And you guys know where you can find us, njspark.co or njspark.co on Instagram. Paige, thank you so much again for joining us. It was so great to have you here. Thank you for having us. This was a fun experience for our mother-daughter duo. (laughs) I love it. And before we go, guys, we want to leave you with this verse. It's found in Psalms 127, 3 through 5, and it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Thank you guys so much again for joining us. We'll see you next week.